Well, hello and welcome to the C3 Reflect podcast. My name is Sats. It's so great to have you with us. Maybe you're tuning in for the first time. A massive welcome to you. Maybe a friend has directed you over here. That's awesome. Or maybe you are a regular old school listener. We appreciate you being part of all that we're doing. And our prayer with all of this content is that it would be helpful, it would encourage you, and ultimately would enable you to flourish as a human being. Isn't that God's vision for each and every one of us? And yet life is complex and uh, there's lots of nuance happening. And so in all of these messages, we're trying to dig into the thoughts of God that we can understand better how to flourish and how to succeed and fulfill our purpose in life. So let us know how we're doing. You can rate and you can review. And of course, please subscribe so that we can stay connected. Let's go to the message now. Hey, Sats here. I hope you're doing really well. Uh, great to have you with us today at C3 Reflect. And uh, if you're new, visiting, checking us out today online, please hit subscribe so we can uh, hang out. And uh, also, you might want to go to c3reflect.church slash connect, put your details in there, jump on our mailing list. We put everything out via email. So if you want to be in the know, that's what you got to do. Go check that out. Uh, you're joining us uh, for our Dream Builders series. And uh, we've been talking about building the dreams that God puts on our heart and this whole tension of being planted in a local church, being a part of a community where we get strengthened, encouraged, uh, filled with the Holy Spirit, but ultimately sent and released into our purpose, into the world to build the dream that God has given us to do. And uh, often people do one, but not the other. You know, people go after their career, they chase the dream, but they get a bit lost, they compromise, and maybe they just uh, burn out along the way because we need strength and we need encouragement and we need people. And uh, also we see people just get stuck, don't they, in the church bubble and, uh, you know, they never really kind of venture out, step out of the boat, do anything significant in their lives. And I believe what God wants every single one of us to do is to hold these two things in a kind of beautiful tension where, where we're living for more than just me. We're part of a community and we're sowing, we've got a vision that is bigger than ourselves, but we're also building something that is specific, unique, that God has placed on our heart, you know, a purpose. Uh, and I, I believe that, that God has made you fit for your purpose. God has made you ready for your purpose. He's gifted you for your purpose. I mean, it would be strange if he hadn't. It would be setting you up to fail. But no, God has put a purpose on your life. I believe that you're here for a reason. I believe that you're not a coincidence. You're not a random a mutation arriving in today's moment. You, you're actually been, uh, you know, created by God. And uh, he's got a purpose uh, for your life. Uh, so today we're talking about the science of money. And uh, really just two facets here. One, it's interesting that in our world on a macro level, there is plenty of change and plenty of uh, uncertainty and that sense of instability. And so it's helpful for us to talk about money times like that, but also in creating the dream, in, in building, uh, you know, the, the things that God has called us to build, there's going to be a cost associated. We need to understand the mechanics of money. And we're going to find that money uh, just seems to appear in every part of our life, from our relationships to our work life, to our dreams, our fears, our worries, our needs, our food, every, everything seems to be connected to money. And the Bible has a lot to say about it. So let's dive in today. This is what it says in Genesis chapter. Uh, 1 verse 1 it says in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth now the reason I'm starting here in this message is because what we think about God is is gonna our theology is gonna determine so much about how we view the world 
And uh, every worldview has to answer three things. One is creation, where did everything come from? Uh, secondly is the fall, what's gone wrong? What's happening, there's clearly something wrong and redemption, how do we get back? How do we, what is our purpose? What, what is our recovery? How do we, how do we uh, get back to this, this thing that we have a sense of? We have a sense that there is a better life, but we often don't know why. And, uh, you know, if we were to ask a scientist, you know, where did everything come from? They would tell us a very lengthy story uh, about, uh, you know, cells and macroevolution and all sorts of things and the building blocks of life and so on. Um, but we would always arrive at one point, which is, which is the very, 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 very origin. Where did that come from? Where did that come from? Where did that come from? We get to this, this place that is called the singularity. And the singularity is this idea that everything in the universe started in this one thing, this one place, this one singularity, and is now expanding throughout the universe. Scientists reckon that the universe is expanding, it's increasing, it's ongoing right now. And of course, the question that we wanna ask the scientists is, where did the singularity come from? And of course, we're gonna find in such questions that science cannot answer everything. Science is wonderful at many things, but it cannot answer the question of where did that come from because we step outside of science. We step uh, before physics. Before physics were created, we step outside of the laws and science has nothing to do there. We, we can't analyze, we can't test, we can't measure. We, we, we step out of this world and of course, in Christian belief, we step into the person of God. And this is what the Bible says, is in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. God created. See, this is so important for us to understand because not only uh, 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 did God create, but you and I are also made in the image of God. See, there's, there's, no, there's no time in history where God is struggling for cash. There's, there's, no, there's no story in the Bible where God is struggling where God owes someone some debt. There's no, there's no time where God needs to get a second job. God has got every ability he needs to create whatever he wants to create. He's got access to every resource. He owns everything that has been created. I know sometimes we think we own some of it, but it's all leasehold, not freehold. We, we, we're stewarding this stuff for God, the original creator, the original Creator, he, he created everything. He created the heavens and the earth. And the Bible tells us further in Genesis that you and I are made in the image of God. In other words, we, we have this ability to do things like God does. Deuteronomy chapter eight, verse eight um, says this, says you shall remember, verse 18, sorry, you shall remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you power to get wealth, that he may confirm his covenant, covenant that he swore to your fathers as it is this day. So it is God, it is God who gives us this ability today to also create wealth, to create something. See, see God is creating something out of nothing. This is really important for us to get our, our heads around because we are in a day and an age where people are acting like that is not the case. People are acting like everything is finite. And we're talking about finite energy, and we're talking about finite resources, and we're talking about finite money. We have this kind of picture of like a cake or a pie where everyone's gonna take their slice and the rich people are taking way too much and everyone else is struggling. And, 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 I, and I get it, it kind of makes sense unless you understand that God created everything. And God doesn't have a supply issue. God has got access to everything. He can create whatever he conceives in his mind. He can create. And you and I, the Bible says, have this ability when it comes to money to create. We have the power to create wealth. We have the power 
power to get wealth. Why? Because we are made in the image of God. See, friends, I, I, I realize that the greatest resource in our universe is not gold, it's, it's not silver, it's not platinum, it's not wood, it's not gas, it's, it's not what, whatever precious random metal that might become obscure in the future. None of the, no, the most precious resource is human. Human resource. Why? Because you and I have the ability to create something out of nothing. We have this ability to create value. And money is really just value. That's what it's supposed to be. Money represents value. And we see uh, you get issues like inflation and so where, where there's a disparity between actual value and, and, and the money that is actually around. And, and, and so, 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 so you and I have this capacity to create. And yet we live in a world where people are talking like, hey, we're going to run out of food and, and these are these problems. And, and look, I've got sympathy for how people feel when we look at what's happening in our world. There are very many problems and there are very many challenges, but that has never not been true. But today we have people who are pushing at an idea that the world is finer. You need to understand, friends, as Christians, theologically, that is never the case. But not just theologically, scientifically, that is never the case. The universe is expanding. You know, when we think about science fiction, every new technology today was once in the realm of science fiction. You know, the idea that we would pick up the phone and be able to talk to someone across the world. I mean, that is, that is, that is just sheer imagination. That is just sheer dream, it's a daydream, it's a pipe dream. And the idea of the internet, the idea that would fly in the sky, let alone leave the planet, it's, 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 it's pure science fiction until it happens. You see, 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 when we look at the universe, I mean, we've not even finished exploring the planet. There's stuff in the oceans we, we've got no idea about. When we look outside and we see asteroids and stars, we see unlimited energy, we see unlimited power, we see all of this gold and precious metals and all sorts of stuff we don't even know what's out there. And this thing is expanding at a rate that is way faster than we can ever reach the extremities. Why? Because it's been created by God, the source of power. Friends, we are not in a finite world. We do not serve a finite God, which scientifically, theologically, there is no issue on resource because the greatest resource is not the practical things that we often think about. The greatest resource are human beings. You and I have the ability to create. And I believe this is great reason for great joy. I believe this is reason to hope. This is reason to get expectant for our future and not to allow the fear of this age to get in our spirit. Why? Because, because that's what the enemy wants us to think. And I've seen video footage, even in the last couple of weeks, of people doing crazy things because they truly believe that the world is ending. They truly believe that in decades there will be no food. And I want to say right now, it is clear that that is not the case. There's, there's, there's a video I saw in this one older gentleman was spraying some, you know, vandalizing some, some building. And uh, the reporter, whoever's there, says, why, why are you doing this? And he says, do, do you think I want to do this? I got no choice. And it made me so sad to hear because that's what fear does to you. When, when, when we take God out of the equation, we actually lose our minds. We actually begin to get confused and get lost. But you need to understand today, friend, that we've got the ability to create. And you and I, we're the greatest resource that we can bring to the planet. We need to, we need to have more children, not less. Why? Because the greatest resource is human resource. And we can create our future if we can understand 
how to use this power that God has given us, the ability to create wealth. This is the science of money. Uh, you know, Joel 2 verse 28 and it says these, these words about the coming of the Holy Spirit. It shall come to pass afterwards that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams. Your young men shall see visions. So we've got this idea that, that when we receive the Holy Spirit, when we, when, we, when we experience that new nature in Christ, you know, the old nature has been put to death on the cross. We come alive in Christ. We share in and partake in his divine nature, humanity 2.0. We suddenly have this ability to begin to see to see the Bible tells us again and again and again that that God before God made us before the foundation of the universe before the singularity God thought of you God, God, God thought of you he loved you he designed you he imagined you you see everything that has ever been created by God existed first in his mind Before creation was birthed, it was birthed and conceived in his mind, in his imagination. And you and I today, everything that has ever been created, all the wonders of technology and all the wonderful things that that, 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 even the art and the sculptures and the buildings and and, and the pieces of music, everything that has ever been created begins first in our imagination. You see, when the Holy Spirit comes, we're going to find that our imagination begins to come alive. We're going to begin to dream dreams. We're going to be able to see visions and we're going to be able to stir our imagination for what can be. Remember, everything, everything that was once science fiction does not necessarily stay as science fiction. Everything that you imagine does not necessarily stay in the imagination of your mind because you and I have got this power to create from our mind. We're made in the image of God. And what fear does and what worry does, the more we pay attention to what's going around us in circumstance, sure we need to be aware and this is a difficult time for many people. I don't want to pretend that there aren't practical uh, difficulties that we may be experiencing, but I want to tell you today that you have got the power on the inside of you. You've got the Holy Spirit on the inside of you that is greater than the spirit of this world. Tapping into your imagination, dreaming what the future could begin, you've got the power to create the future. You know, your dream is necessary. I want to speak that over you today. If there is something in your imagination that is from God, I want to tell you right now that you need to bring this thing into reality. Why? Because you are going to bring value. Money, when we really think about it, is just value, isn't it? It's value added. And we might not like the idea of it because it can conflict us sometimes with the idea of human value. But we need to understand there's a difference between my value as a human and my value in terms of my work. Because we know that human value has been set by the greatest exchange rate, which is the blood of Jesus Christ. Every single human being made in the image of God, redeemed by the blood of Jesus. I mean, you have incredible value. You may not see it, you may not know it, but I'm telling you right now, you've got great value before God. He loves you. He cares for you. But there's a difference between my innate value in Christ and the value of my work. And that's why people get paid different amount of money. Because some people bring more value. Some people's work is worth more. That's not a reflection on our worth as human beings. And the Bible also says a lot, by the way, about taking care of one another. And those who are not able to work, those who are in a difficult place, that we should take care of one another as a society. So that's a great principle. Just want to throw in there as well. 
But also there is this idea that, that every single one of us has this ability to create, this ability to bring value into our world. If you wanna increase the money in your life, start to think about how you increase the value of your work. If you wanna increase what, 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 what your influence and your resource, start to dream bigger dreams. And this is where we find that there are really two ways to create the future. And that is simply this, is it begins in seeing the future. The first thing is that we see the future. This is what happens in prayer, by the way. And prayer is not just, I think sometimes prayer for us is just trying to get forgiven, trying to get clean, trying to just get a bit of energy for the day. It's like, no, prayer is the place. When the Holy Spirit fills us, this, 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 is, this is what happens. We enter into a space where we begin to see the future. We begin to have ideas and we begin to see things that we didn't see. And I've experienced that in my life, things in church life that I've seen, we're gonna do that. And we're, we're nowhere near there yet. It's, it's a stupid idea if I say it out loud, but I can see it. I can see it in the spiritual realm and we're gonna pray those things out. And then the second thing takes place is that not only do I begin to see the future, but I begin to make the future. See, if seeing the future is our prayer, where we birth things in our imagination, making the future is our work, where we do things with our hands. And every Christian needs to see things in their imagination, to lift their eyes and see what God wants to do, to let, let possibility increase in their world. And every Christian needs to put their hands in the plow and begin to build the things that God has called them to build. I find when I pray for things that I'm motivated to do them. I find when I pray people, pray for people and I'm praying for God to help them, I find that I want to become the solution to, to what they're going for. I find that I want to send them a message of encouragement. There is this link between this prayer and work. And friends, I just, I just imagine what our world could look like if every Christian got a revelation of what we have the power to create. There are challenges ahead in our future. There are challenges today. But what I know is that the church of Jesus Christ is the answer. As you and I get a revelation that we have got the power to create. This is the science of money. That there is no lack in heaven. You and I are responsible for commanding a blessing into our world and also bringing this message of hope into our world where people are full of fear instead of a sharing in the fear. Instead of pandering to the fear when you say, no, I, I believe the future is going to be good. I believe we're going to figure out the challenges of today. Hey, I believe maybe present government in its form maybe isn't looking like what I want it to look like. But you know what? I believe that, that the solutions are going to come to society. I believe that we're going to solve these problems. And I want to speak that over you right now. I want to speak the possibilities of God. There are things that you have said to yourself, this is going to be the way it is. And I'm going to struggle for this. And I don't know how I'm going to do that. I want to speak to you right now that all things are possible in Christ Jesus. You are going to make it. You are going to figure this out. Why? Because you have the power to create. You're made in the image of God. And God has got everything. He has the ability to create from his mind, from his imagination. I wonder what things, friends, are in your mind that you know are from God, but you have not yet seen. And there is a gap on the inside of you. It's called your confidence. It's called your courage. You've not, even in this series, as we've been talking about dreams, still there are things on the inside of you that you think, I just, I just don't know if I can believe that. That just seems too difficult, a dream on your heart. I believe today God wants to fill you with the power of the Holy Spirit. Confidence would come in. It's time to believe again for healing. It's time to believe again for a promotion. It's time to believe again for that friend to get saved. It's time to believe again for the business to start. It's time to raise our imagination. You know, the Bible says it's better to give than it is to receive. Why? Because the best thing we can do with this power is not to serve ourselves. The best thing we can do with this incredible ability is, is to create.
See, true creation is to give. Who's enjoying creation right now? Well, God is, but He gave it to you and I. We're enjoying all of the benefits of the things that God created. And I want to prophesy of you right now, when we step out in faith, when we build what God has put in our heart, many, many people will be blessed and encouraged and lifted because of you pursuing the dream that is in your heart. Your dream matters. Your purpose matters. So Holy Spirit, I pray right now, God, every dream that is on our heart, I pray you bring it to life. I pray you bring it to the forefront of our imagination. I pray that you'd show us strategy and detail. I pray that it would come into color from, from just a sort of black and white drawing, from an outline, from a sketch. I pray that it would begin to materialize in our mind. We'd be able to see the future, see the things that you're calling us to. And you'd give us, God, that, that, that ability to move on those dreams in our heart, to work and to mold and to shape the very things because you've given us the ability to create, the ability the power to create wealth, to get wealth, to create value. I pray, Lord, this church would be a blessed church, a creative church, a church that fulfills the needs around us, a church where the blessing of God flows through, a church that lifts society, lifts our city, lifts our nation. We pray in the name of Jesus. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in today. I pray you'll be blessed today. And uh, let's, let's allow these concepts to sit in our heart and let's make sure we pray through some of these things. Watch and see as God does something great in your heart and in your dream. In the name of Jesus, amen. Have a great day. Thanks for listening today. I hope this has been helpful and encouraging. I'm also wondering if there's someone in your world who might benefit from hearing this message, then please do share it with them. Help us get the word out there. And of course, you can connect with us on social media, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and so on. Just look for C3 Reflect. For anything else, go to our website, c3reflect.church. Do hit subscribe, rate and review. Thanks so much. We appreciate you guys. Have a great day.